0: What's up, Spotify? It is Hoff here with Harry. Once again, we did make a second podcast, Graham. That is a, that's a pretty big step. They say uh, 99% of podcasts fail after their first episode. Not us. Yeah,
1: I'm, uh, I'm pretty pleased that we're doing it again. Yeah. I, mean, I really enjoyed the first one. Um, and I, I enjoyed this one as well. But uh, yeah, look at us. We're yeah. podcasters now. Like, I mean, you know, it's not just a one-time
0: thing. No, I mean, we, it, we are going through the slog of the NFL season um, along with the rest of the, the NFL players. We don't even get a bye. That, I mean, the, the NFL players, they at least get two weeks off. Um, we, we, we don't. We, we're going argue, every week. Exactly. I would argue, that being
1: said, we're probably more complete athletes than they are. 100%. Um, yeah, I'd stand by that. I'd stand by that. I mean, like the, ben- the mental fatigue – also, mm. we're we're dual jobbing it here, aren't we? We, we have are. day job. Those NFL yeah. guys, they just go out, watch some film, play a game, and that's it. You know, we got to go in. Um, I got to sell fabric conditioners day to day. You got to freaking like build Dude. websites, yeah, and solve complex computer issues. And then we're still grinding. We're still grinding. So those Man NFL stops. guys, I'm no longer impressed by.
0: Yeah, we can put them on the hot seat, but. Uh... Yeah how how was the uh, how was the week this week good busy or bad busy oh god <laughs> um, yeah it's
1: been a good week so far I appreciate you asking of um for everyone who listened to last week my quad is feeling better so uh, I haven't really ran much since the game on Sunday but sure. uh, it feels better it feels better I do have a personal fire fest for this week unfortunately um, and basically I uh, was pinged. Well, I ping. that's like a super weird thing they say here i was texted by the national health service um they tracked me down and they're like you were on a flight like 11 days ago with someone who tested positive for covid you now have to leave your place of work and go straight home so that's really annoying Ooh. uh just when i was getting in the swing of going back to the office they're like get out of here um and i have to and i took a pcr test one of those like um, super strict ones to be able mm-hmm. to come back to the office and my results were inconclusive because I didn't swab my nose and tonsils good enough. Oh, uh, but, uh, well, really? know, what?
0: if we still lived with Blake, that would not be an issue because I feel like if we were to go through the COVID pandemic with Blake in uh, in Birmingham, we would have never had to worry about COVID. I don't, I don't believe. I, I honestly like COVID
1: in and of itself has been awful. Like there's no denying that. I literally can't think of anything worse than being in that Birmingham apartment uh, going through this with like how stressed Blake
0: would be. Can you imagine? But we, we, we digress. Uh, Graham, do you want to go into the, uh, the games this week? We had, we had some shockers, some uh, not so shocking results and I wiped the floor with Corey. His team was bad and
1: I did beat him. You... I'm um, not going to lie, you were absolutely shat on by the, more than a feeling. Uh, yeah, Will this was Moore. a bye week for me. I didn't.
0: I considered this week a loss um, in comparison to the surpassing greatness that is Will Moore. Um, I think that's a very fair play. Mm-hmm. Very fair play. Let's see. Bellman lost. That I didn't honestly see coming, uh, but that was I mean, yeah, when Derrick Henry wow. runs for 44.7 yeah, points, uh, you're, you're probably setting yourself up for a pretty good, uh, good day at the office.
1: Also, Bellman got a bit screwed by the Giants' D getting minus one points. Um, yeah. Like, not that that would have been the deciding factor, but, like, for example, if they put up – well, if they put up two points, he would have still lost by point point one. So I don't like anyway, the they did basically anything he would have won uh, yeah. despite their Henry going off. But yeah. That's that, that was a surprising loss um, mm-hmm. for me. Um, Holt, another loss. Uh, could have been an eight points.
0: He did. You got to respect that. But uh, PT, yeah. former roommate. Uh, maybe, maybe all the Mountain Dew cans that PT left uh, when we all lived together uh, finally got to Holt. That's the only, only thing that I can think of. Um, but that was a pretty, pretty dominating win for the P.T. football team, which puts him in ninth place. But uh, Aaron Jones, uh, my gosh, he, uh, he did pretty well. Go uh, on, go yeah.
1: Yes, so
0: um, Dave won, which means that people who come on the podcast are then 1-0 oh in appearances that they have after uh, they come on the show. So if that's any incentive for anyone else to come on the pod, Corey will hopefully continue that trend of being one and put us to two and oh, but he he beats a young father. That's a a very good
1: point. And Dave's squad, just for a bit of reference, is the highest win or the the biggest difference in uh, points by victory uh, so far in week two. Uh, 30 point victory is the highest difference. Uh, Pretty complete showing from Dave, I would say. I mean, most everyone went off in a pretty decent way. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. not, nothing against Shump's Blooming Onions. I mean, I, I think this was a bit of a welterweight final between two of the, uh, two of the up-and-comers for this season sure. and between, between both of them. And, and Shump had a pretty good showing, all in all, let down by Saquon really not being Saquon anymore. Uh, a, a different day from him, and it might have been a, a bit more of a closer contest. But Agreed. all in all, a pretty exciting one. Um, and then you want to you want to round this out on the final game of the, fe- uh, the yeah. final game of the week.
0: We uh, we had the fighting pickles, which puts Brad up to two zero, uh, which I can only imagine is going to do uh, wonders for his ego, which I assume was already boosted. Uh, we receive the newsletter monthly, uh, so I, I get to hear about that. But uh, that also puts CDs nuts uh, to zero two, which is the panic button in Nashville. Is is that safe to say? Is it making its it, way around on the Bachelorette mobiles that currently litter the city?
1: I think well, to be fair, I think it's probably gone from the Bachelorette pedal tavern uh-huh. into Brian's into Brian's condo. I think he's yeah. well aware of, of where it is. Um, and I just can you imagine if if Brad had a half decent tight end, My what gosh. this squad would be. If only he'd I mean, if only he'd put in a trade request for a, a good
0: tight end out there, maybe something would accept it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to love it. Well, on that note, I think it's a very wonderful segue into our very good interview with our very good friend, Corey Mulligan. Uh, Graham, is there anything you'd like to say about the interview? It was a very uh, it was a very fun interview. Corey, uh, as a fellow podcaster, uh, you could you could definitely tell that um, he had the rapport and he had the, the confidence to go into that interview with with nothing to lose. Well, I mean, just
1: uh, a big thanks to Corey. Uh, I mean, another week of, I mean, first Dave, now Corey coming incredibly prepared with their thoughts on on the league and, like, teams various fun things that we can all relate to. Mm-hmm. So, really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, great interview, and I think uh, let's
0: jump into it, shall we? And now we welcome in a very, very special guest, Corey Mulligan. Corey, how are we? Half huh? Harry doing well. How are you guys doing? I, I'm doing great. I feel like I'm kind of in the presence of like a Connor McGregor, um, Pacquiao, uh, kind of situation because Graham, you have been talking McGregor esque smack, um, to Corey. Well, especially well, last look, week, I, I didn't expect I that. To it be up. I
1: backed it up, didn't I? I backed it up. Thank you. Uh, I think the Pacquiao comparison for Corey's team is
2: pretty <laughs> generous generous he he did back it up um yeah i got about halfway through the last podcast and i think i texted harry uh, <laughs> sorry. i said i'm You said you're ready to fight through the podcast and i'm ready to fight uh and he did back it up unfortunately so I started, uh, I
1: started sweating when i got your text Corey.
2: i was like there's no way i'm backing <laughs> this up well you did you certainly did. Losing to um and I don't want to start the the smack. Yeah. No, too of course soon, not. But, but losing to Harry and Grease and oh, one and two does not make me feel very good about um the rest of my season outlook.
0: Yeah, you definitely have to say Grease and Graham are kind of in the Hall of Fame of not doing really good in fantasy. So, um yeah, maybe that well It's very well put. Not the best start to uh to go on, but before we get into fantasy, kind of like you said, uh, we just kind of want to hear what's going on with you. How's how's life? How's the missus? How how's everything going up
2: north? Yeah, things are good. Um, so yeah, I told you guys a little while ago, I um, kind of recently went through a career change. i had been working in like the <clears throat> marketing advertising world for the last five years. Uh, but last month, I took a job with my church to start a college ministry. So uh very excited about that. I'm just kind of getting in the swing of things there. Um so as you can imagine it's it's quite mm-hmm. different than um the ad agency I was at up until sure. this point. But um yeah it's going going really well. Really excited about it. It's with the the church that we really moved up to
0: mm-hmm. Philly
2: to, to be a part of. So um yeah it's you know really fun just working for an organization and a, and a cause that you feel passionate about, but yeah. uh, definitely a lot of learning to be done. And um, I'm just kind of figuring things out as I go in large capacity, but um, that's, that's kind of the big news, but all in all, yeah, we like it here a lot um, plan on being here um, kind of for the foreseeable future. Mary Leslie's finishing up, grad school she's getting her master's of public administration um so hopefully she'll be done about a year from now um and yeah that's kind of the the overarching update well that's that's oh, i'm happy to hear that cory I mean, that's really
1: that's really cool um was this something you've been thinking about for a while i mean i it was a it was a nice surprise when, when you mentioned that you uh mm-hmm. had changed changed careers you've been thinking about doing it for a while or did you just kind of get like you realized after a while tired of the and the marketing and advertising world and wanted to change or were you always kind of thinking move into the church setting after after being so involved with this church for a number of years now
2: yeah that's a good question um it was not on my radar until uh i think it was like march or april um our pastor approached me uh about it and just asked me to think and pray about coming on staff yeah to start and direct um a college ministry so I mean, that specifically, that was the first time that that thought crossed my mind, and I was pretty thrown off, honestly. But um, I had, probably for the better part of like the last two years, um, just been feeling kind of more and more discontent with Mm -hmm. my job, and um, was sort of trying to figure out why that was and get to the bottom of that. And during that time, I didn't apply for any other jobs or anything, I really was just yeah, trying to figure out what the root of that mm-hmm. was, and I kind of realized that I didn't—at least at this point in my life—I didn't think that there was really anything, <clears throat> sorry, in the uh, corporate world that would be super satisfying or or super fulfilling. Mm-hmm. So I was—I'd been thinking through for a long time, like what's next. Um, just feeling like where I currently was wasn't where I wanted to be too much longer, um, and I was really trying to be open to a variety of things, whether you know working in the nonprofit world or potentially in ministry, um, just trying to kind of not rule anything out, which is a lot easier to have that mindset before a specific opportunity is presented to Mm -hmm. you. And then, um, yeah, when that happened in like April, I just took really till about the end of June um, to think through that and whether or not it would be a good fit and whether it's something I wanted to pursue. And yeah, Yeah. I did just feel like there were, a lot of signs um and things that were kind of pointing to yes this would be a really good fit definitely be something I'm passionate about could see myself mm-hmm. doing and uh yeah the rest is history i guess finished up my old job kind of like the first week of august and then got going with the college ministry like mid to end of last month yeah that's um oh that's that's great Corey. and it's so good and
1: uh I think um, I mean you'll obviously be fantastic at that for uh, a couple of reasons. I'm not just saying this to to butter you up for a coming on our podcast. <laughs> a a little bit community. of butter
0: because we know you're yeah. Like, well, I feel built.
1: I feel a bit guilty I, for. I'm sure for I'm going to get ripped to shreds later. So <laughs> butter me up. <laughs> well, I might, I might, I might start it now. Hey, um, like you'll be good at it just because I mean I, I can't think of very many people uh, who would be more like I don't know approachable and a uh, good. Mm-hmm person for for this type of role, oh, of course. But also, also I've noticed like in terms of approachability, um, you do look very approachable now. You've kind of started that's growing true. your hair out a bit. That's true. Um, I'd, I'd venture to say a bit more of a stylish look there, and it's a good start. My my question for you is: I've noticed as well that Hoff started to do that. He started to grow his hair out, <laughs> um, and I've, I've noticed a couple of things. Like we'll just be walking on the street, and we'll pass like a car with pretty tinted windows and he'll stop to kind of like look at his hair, style it and stuff. And I don't know, like takes him about, you know, 30 minutes to, to leave the apartment anytime we want to go somewhere in the mirror. So my question to you in terms of approachability is, um, any advice to Hoff? Cause killing me and you know, I need help.
2: Yeah. Um, any advice for Hoff, you know, well, I will say, so I, I did cut my hair this summer. No, so, Why? Did you not know that? I thought you guys. No, knew
0: all of my Facebook. notes, So I didn't. I didn't see anything. I guess I probably really, have. I just a, did no research. Uh,
2: yeah, come on, guys. Yeah, you, you, gotta you didn't say anything on the podcast, enough. Corey. That's <laughs> that's completely on you. Um. <laughs> so it actually it's a little longer now. I haven't oh, cut God. it in a while, but I did in in June. I had a family wedding, and it was just it was time. I couldn't. Mm, I couldn't damn. feel the comments. I hadn't seen a lot of my family in a long time, and uh, I just wasn't ready to field comments from them, so I'll, I'll yes, think about I, it. But uh, um, I know Corey Hoff alluded to
1: it, and, and Hoff will let you ask the questions, but we would love to uh, to get your take on the podcasting world. You're obviously yeah. vastly more experienced than we are. I mean, you have actually a, a proper microphone. I'm just not my <laughs> phone.
2: Uh, well, yeah, what do you want to know?
0: Corey, I'm going to just throw out a date um, and I just want, I, I want to hear if you have, it means anything to you, uh, May 22nd, 2021,
2: May 22nd, 2021. Um, I got nothing. Uh, that was the last time that you recorded a podcast. And
0: <laughs> oh, no. I remember texting you specifically on, on group asking Corey, when is the next episode going to release?
2: I um, appreciate your kind words. i you have my word. It's not dead i'll do okay. I'll do another podcast, my goal, and i told I told my wife this, my goal when I started was to make ten episodes, I think I've mm-hmm. done four, so yeah we'll we'll get there. It's on the record now i unless you cut this out, no which feel free to we would never um but yeah, yeah, I'll be back. uh Top shot is fun, I feel like it was it was a wild ride in like February, March, and now it's kind of more of just like any other collectible but i still really enjoy it uh brad if you're listening brad has gotten pretty into it okay He'll, you know on the outside he likes to poke fun but what he doesn't tell you is he's texting me weekly <laughs> after very birthday. brad so yeah <laughs> well
1: well cory why don't we uh look why don't we address the the elephant in the room oh, obviously yeah. you and i played each other last week and I, I don't want to get into the specifics, right? I mean, it, it's, it's one thing for me to beat you with um, a combined 15 points between my QB, RB1, and RB2. Um, but what I want to talk to you about is you had a huge opportunity to to come back and, and I don't know, basically beat me, make a good run, uh, when I had a fair bit of underperformance and some key players. So I just want you to rank in terms of choke jobs. Um, uh, what's worse. So basically you have your choke against me where, um, I'm probably, I'm probably pretty beatable. You um, obviously have the, uh, the Falcons in the Super Bowl, which is up there. But then the one that I find really intriguing is the bigger choke job. This one, the Falcons or you choking cough after it beat you in two K. Uh, you can just uh, <laughs> do a top
2: three, please. Uh, okay. Number, I'll start at the bottom. Number three was our fantasy matchup. Um, why? It. I mean, it's tough for. Yes, what what Harry said about his QB, RB one and RB two, um, is factual. It's and tough. just for those of you listening and not, you know, in our fantasy league, if if there are any of you, uh, it was Dak who had seven point four eight points, Kamara who had five, and Clyde who had two point six. Those were his uh, QB, RB one and RB two, and somehow. I was not able to capitalize that. Now, what you're neglecting to say is that you had Koopa Cup of Coffee and Mm. Gronk, um, who just both absolutely went off. So it was bad. I should have won. But you did, you know, you put up almost 100 points. So I'll put that at the bottom. Uh, And then... Somehow, I'll put the Falcons at number two, even though that was an all-time historically bad collapse. And then, of course, the the infamous uh, <laughs> choking, choking Hoff after uh, rage quitting in two K has to be number one. Is that legacy it has the longest legacy, and I think will continue to to live on. Shout out Brandon Rivera if you're listening. We never forgot.
0: Yeah, that was, for those of you who don't know that story, <clears throat> Corey, correct me if I'm wrong, but here, here's kind of how it went down. We were playing 2K in uh, freshman year at college, fourth floor Smith. Um, mm-hmm. I think I went up pretty, pretty big in the second quarter. Uh, and I think over the course of living with Brandon Rivera, this was after I lived with John, John Harwell. And um, Brandon Rivera had a very strong reputation for just talking the worst possible smack to you to make you feel like the smallest person. If you were down like two points in the fourth quarter. And I think that kind of rubbed off on me, which in turn um, rubbed off on you. Rubbed and on then me. your hands rubbed on my neck. And there then we go. Okay. okay. I thought we, were- <laughs> we weren't going there, Corey, but I just remember like, after that, you stormed off, and then I, we were just kind of laughing. It was a good time. But I remember coming out into, like, the common room in Smith, and you're just kind of, like, sitting there <laughs> by yourself, <laughs> just looking at the ground.
2: Yeah, that that game uh, does something to me.
0: Well, hopefully that's a that's a good transition into kind of the fantasy talk that, you know, we've, we've kind of hit on. But uh, you told us this morning that you had some power rankings, and I know um, the the one time that you – uh, posted an article with your power rankings. I think, was it two years ago? Uh,
2: Trying to usurp the power really rankings great.
0: that were were previous. Um, but this is your platform now to express um, your, your views on the league, how everyone is. And I'm very curious to see where
2: you have ranked yourself in all of this. So, um, yeah, I do have – I know Dave – last week did like tiered rankings, which is great. I get what you're saying. It's you know too early to rank everyone, but I throw that to the wind and I'm gonna rank everyone. Um, so good morning football maybe I think it was this past off season, they did a segment where they compared each team's like style in free agency to guys on a bachelor party. And I thought it was hilarious. (laughs) So I'm just I'm gonna rip that off 100%, and I'm gonna rank the teams and simultaneously liken them to a personality on a bachelor party. Does that make sense? That's fantastic. Okay, Uh, so I'll start at the bottom, and that is yours truly. Um, I can't, you know, as much as I wanted to put myself higher, um, I have scored the fewest combined points in the league through two weeks. And I'm 0-2. And, and, you know, week one, Grease deserved to win. Last week, as we've discussed now, ad nauseum, um, I should have beat Graham. There was really no excuse with with some of the points that his guys put up. Uh, So my role on The Bachelor Party is the best man. Uh, You know, if you've ever been on a Bachelor Party best man is really the cog that keeps the whole thing moving. I mean, he, his primary goal is to make sure everyone else has, has fun. And that's really how I view myself in our fantasy league. I mean, I think Humble. you guys know this, but I, I love this league. I mean, my, my life is better because of this league. And, you know, I'm putting together the Zoom calls. Mm-hmm. I'm coordinating the summit every year. And really, it brings me great joy to see other people enjoying this league, but there's something else about the best man. And that is that people fear and respect the best man. (laughs) And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but as there's been some talk of like who, what the toilet bowl is this year, who's the worst team like my name has not been yet discussed in that even the two weeks I had. And I think that's because people respect my abilities as a fantasy manager. And they know that, Even though it's a rough start, I'm going to work the waiver wire. I'm going to pull off a trade and I'm going to get myself back in it. Though probably not this week because I'm playing Bellman, but (laughs) that day's coming. Um, All right. So then, number 11, uh, we have PT. And PT is the weird talent guy on the Bachelor's (laughs) Party trip. Um, So, you ever know, like, you guys ever know someone who can do the thing where they like can consume a whole water bottle in like a second and a half. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like PT. Like he knows a couple guys at the bachelor party. He's feeling a little uncomfortable. So he just keeps resorting back to this one talent that he has to try to (laughs) fit in, get more comfortable. And that talent is Aaron Jones. And without Aaron Jones, PT is a miserable time. Uh, And I think that's, (laughs) the situation with his fantasy team. Uh, So number 10, we have Brian uh, and Brian is the doing too much guy. So, you know, so picture this, you know, guys are hanging out in the hotel room in Vegas on the bachelor party. Um, I don't know. Maybe you have a couple hours before you're going to the casino or to dinner or whatever. And everyone says, Hey, Brian, will you go grab us some beer? Brian leaves, comes back four hours later and he's got like a freaking cougar that he like <laughs> not, a, not an older woman like an actual ah. cougar and he just takes this party to an insane level and that's what he's doing with this fantasy team right now he's owned to he's feeling the need to overcompensate so he's made i last i checked which was earlier today wednesday He had made 18 acquisitions, and the next closest person had made seven acquisitions. So (laughs) this guy is living, breathing, sleeping, eating the waiver wire, uh, just like the doing too much guy on the bachelor party. Uh, All right, number eight, we have Harry. Uh, So this one might throw you for a little bit of a loop, but Harry is the groom on the bachelor party. Oh, wow. Uh, And that is simply because I think Harry's the future champ. Uh, He's going to be the one that, you know, after the fun weekend in Vegas, he's going off to get married. He gets the girl. Uh, Graham, I don't think you were, I don't know if you were still on the zoom when we did the draft, but I picked you at that time to win the league. And uh, even though I've got you at eight in the power rankings now, you know, there's no sense backtracking. I think you'll, I think you'll turn around and ultimately bring home the trophy.
1: I am very pleased to hear this, Corey. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad there's a, at least one of us who has that kind of confidence in me.
2: Uh, so now we're moving to the top half of the ranking. So at number six, we have Hoff, the other Ooh. host of this podcast. So Hoff is the thinks he's a local guy. Um, <laughs> so this is Hoff's been to Vegas once before. <laughs> Um, and you know, he's the one that's pointing out all the quote unquote, like local spots or holes in the wall that you need to go to like the main strip. It's not where it's at. We need to go to such and such spots three blocks over. Um, and that's basically because, um, of the way Hoff constructed his team, um, you know, he thinks that evidently every Alabama player will have success in the NFL, uh, and I think there were times where you know you could have taken I don't know maybe a uh, a Kareem Hunt or a Chase Edmonds and you went with Josh Jacobs uh, things true. like that. I noticed you were very much steering away from the the tried and true. I don't know if it was you're just too cool for the popular destinations in Vegas, but you always <laughs> just seem to resort back to your Bama guys, um, which was a little unorthodox but you mm-hmm. know you like what you like
0: well corey i see you have calvin ridley is there any uh trade potential there or uh,
2: i'd i'd trade him does it have to be for a non Bama guy because uh, does. doesn't uh do much for me uh so f- number four number three um uh, this is kind of a package deal uh so it's dave and Grease and they're the the grad students that uh each budgeted like 150 dollars <laughs> all in for a weekend in vegas um but they're they're different styles so i'll start dave dave's number four i'll start with him so dave is the guy like you know the itinerary has already been sent out like we're going to a nice steak dinner saturday night that's not i mean if dave goes he could get a soda and maybe some fries and that's all he's budgeted for so instead Dave tries to pitch the chilies, you know, like everyone's gung ho on <laughs> the steakhouse, but Dave is saying, Well, have you heard about the two for twenty? Um, and that's I mean, just let me find what he said in the in the group they've got, today. They've got so, great
1: honey mustard at chilies, so kind of I mean choice. I
2: love the um honey chipotle chicken crispers.
0: Yeah. That's uh, good. good.
2: But I I just love I love Dave and um, you know, hear me say too, cause I want to, I want to get out ahead of this. I know I send some crappy trade offers, but I love that Dave and the group meet earlier today, you know, says so he's looking for running back. And then he says, I'm willing to package Latavius Murray with the starting quality wide receiver as if Latavius Murray is this prized possession. <laughs> uh, so I just, I love it. He's, he's clearly balling on a budget and he's really trying to sell in this, you know, Chili's experience as opposed to going to the nice steakhouse uh, Grease on the other hand same situation you know he's in grad school doesn't have a ton of money he just he just won't go to the dinner uh, and that is evidenced by I, I put together a text to Grease yesterday it was kind of just a hypothetical I didn't expect him to necessarily be gung-ho about the trade offer right away but it was like a three for three trade deal um, you know I just said like any, does this have any appeal? You know, I was just looking for some feedback and Greece just sent back all lowercase. Nah. So (laughs) um, yeah, they're just, you know, they uh, they're balling on budgets and, and that's fine. Again, you know, I know I send out some, some bogus trade offers at times, but they are are the Kings of um, just kind of thrifting their way through, through the season and through the bachelor party. Oh, uh, number two. oh go ahead. I'll say it's working for him. That's I mean I'm just so looking far.
1: I'm looking now at just what the um what the league's projections are and also the uh the playoff percentages and to, to give them both credits, uh both um Dave yes. well really Dave's got quite a high playoff percentage, eighty six percent, but also Grease at just under seventy percent is one of the highest um playoff percentages. So the the thrifting mechanisms that they're doing seems to be paying off and, and both are projected um, pretty high actually for uh, for a top top finishment for, or top finishing standing between the year Dave's projected at second mm-hmm. um, Grease a, a little bit lower but still pretty decent for them
2: yeah no I mean I have them you know as playoff teams I have' them in the top four so it's, it's nothing against them it's just just their style all right so number two, I have bellman uh, so bellman is the recent Divorcee? Is that, is that the right word? One who has been divorced?
1: Uh, <laughs> one who has been divorced. Divorcee.
2: D- Divor- no. Okay. Bellman is the recent divorcee. Uh, so he just had his heart broken, you know, real time during the draft. J.K. Dobbins gets injured like two rounds after he picks him. So his heart's broken. So he's shown up to Vegas just ready to have an a, incredible time uh and that's really what he's done this season i mean i gotta give him props as much as it hurts and he's probably mm-hmm. gonna beat me this week as well so you're probably looking at a 3-0 and start but yeah i mean he went and signed uh Tayson williams he's really been working the waiver wire um what's his name daryl henderson has been a pleasant surprise like despite the uh the divorce and the heartbreak he's he's really made it his mission to you know make this bachelor weekend about him and so far he's he's doing it all right so number one uh i don't know if you guys do you know who it is where you uh have you yeah, been the, yeah, yeah i had my butt
0: hole opened up by him um this past weekend so i know exactly
2: who it is <laughs> i <laughs> i'm is it will Moore? it is yeah will Moore. I'm about to have my all right i just this weekend <laughs> I just wanted to make sure we were referencing the same person, in their hoff. Yes, yes. Um, I'm stretching that. Yes. So Will, uh so Will on the bachelor Party is the the hedge fund manager. So he's, I mean, really just got it all. He's good looking, you know, Ivy League education. You know, now he's a hedge fund manager. Um he's the one, he's buying everyone drinks, he's having a good time, you know, he's making the groom, no offense, Graham, feel insecure because uh, all all eyes are on him at the bar, I mean his team, I think is projected at one twenty this week, like his roster is just insane, but the hedge fund manager does not end up with the bride, does not go home with the girl ooh and I think that's I unfortunately ben will's trademark throughout his whole career is just puts up incredible regular seasons can't. Get it done in the playoffs, and that's what I see happening again this year. Speaking
0: of of Dave, you had some comments last week um, regarding a certain Nashville contingent. I don't know. um, Did did you listen that far, Corey? It's okay if you didn't. You won't. Yeah, I listened the the whole thing.
2: I don't know what you're referencing.
0: But okay, so the the Nashville contingent uh, essentially doing kind of what the Dark Raiders of the night did, where they tried to block vote Nashville being the the only destination for um, the 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 conference uh did you have any thoughts on that did you have anything you wanted to say maybe Uh, throughout a different city
2: yeah and i'm glad you brought this up because i was thinking about this um a few days ago and i forgot to or i would have forgotten to bring it up today uh yeah i mean i look i enjoy nashville for me from philly it's normally like a relatively cheap flight or i could fly to atlanta and then catch a ride up to nashville or something like that like nashville's fine um I do have an idea, though, that will blow everything else out of the water. And that is, and I don't know if you guys would be able to pull it off. So, you know, I'm sorry if this kind of leaves you out of it. But who knows? Maybe you could make it. Um, So we've been talking about our 10-year prigs reunion, right? Mm. So my idea is we do that and we go down to Gulf Shores like the Wednesday before the Thursday night kickoff Mm. and everyone gets down there either like Wednesday night or Thursday morning. We draft Thursday afternoon in Gulf Shores all together and then watch the game together and then spend the weekends at the beach in Gulf Shores. So it's Prig's 10 year reunion, fantasy football draft. It's literally as late as you can possibly do it. So no one can complain about injuries or any of that crap. And it's just a heck of a weekend, so that's that's my vote. I want it on the record. You heard it here first i think it it'd be the weekend or the week after Labor Day. We just take like Thursday and Friday off, spend a long weekend down at the beach, do the draft, and our reunion at the same time
1: that is a i think it's a beautiful Love idea
2: one. um
0: corey i'm I'm already voting for that uh <sighs>
1: We can block (laughs) those. We
0: we can have our own contingency. Yeah, we can, and uh, I'll I'll drink on this prigs. I didn't on my on the on the first one, Mm. so I'm looking forward to consuming alcoholic beverages this time around and not getting a ticket that I (laughs) made you pay for, Corey. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I remember that. Oh gosh, awesome, Corey. Well, we have. I mean, this has been this has been great. We normally we give everybody kind of some time to um you know we live in a we live in a call out culture we live in a cancel <laughs> culture um is there anybody or anything that you want to cancel or call out um to kind of put this interview um into the upper echelons of the hall of
2: fame two things i'm passionate about that i would like to say one uh pineapple is a fine pizza topping okay oh it, gosh it belongs on pizza in my opinion i'm going to cut this um, Second is uh, Outer Banks, the TV show, sucks. Um, and Yeah, that's what I'll end on. Corey, uh, I've got thoughts
1: on both of those things. Um, I'll start with the second. I couldn't agree more. I think uh, Outer Banks is an atrocious show. I watched a couple episodes, and I thought it was physically painful. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't understand why everyone's so into it. I I really don't get it. Uh, On your first point, Pineapple – I will eat it if it's there. Okay. Like, I just like no. I, I don't know. People are so passionately one way or the other. I, mm. I, if it's there, I'll eat it. Um, I don't think it belongs on pizza. I think that's a step too far. I think pineapple belongs separately from everything and just needs to be eaten on its own in some sort of warm weather environment. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll eat it on pizza if it's there. I don't know. Hoff, I picture you being really
0: against pineapple on pizza um, I will take the the contrary here um, pineapple has no place on on a pizza um, I, I get sweet and salty I can I can get that concept I've even started eating um, caramel popcorn with cheese popcorn um, yeah that sounds uh, disgusting no, it's actually it's not we'll bad try it but <laughs> the I, I just cannot do the sweet and salty combination of cheese and, and pineapple but Again, we live in, it's 2020, so uh, you it's are allowed to have but... your, your truth, and I am allowed to have my truth, Um in my well, truth, the, it the tr- is 2020, so is how dare you, Corey, telling me what year it is, because I am living in 2020. 2020
2: oh, was a
0: great year, and it's going to continue on. Um, 2020
2: was one of the worst years <laughs> <laughs> in history,
0: in human history
2: Ob- objectively <laughs> that's that's the truth but objectively anyway. in your <laughs>
0: truth Corey. <laughs> oh
2: god well uh,
0: yeah i'm gonna try to, to to reel this one here in here um cory's been it's been an absolute pleasure thank you for coming on the show and uh yeah we hope you enjoy the rest of your 2020
2: uh thanks guys thanks for having me uh thanks for letting me go into detail with those power rankings i know i probably went a little longer on those, but, uh, hopefully everyone feels loved and, uh, appreciated with those individual shouts out.
1: That's Absolutely. Awesome. Thanks, Corey. Appreciate all the, uh, the work you put into it and, and spending part of your, uh, your Wednesday afternoon coming on. So lovely to talk to you. Uh, really nice. Um, and, uh, look forward to, uh, to seeing the run you make in the league this year.
2: I appreciate that. Thanks. Thanks for having me on boys. Uh right, See you, Okay. Like yeah.